Welcome to the Cinema Swamp. Okay. Let's party. In episode 33, we talk about the newest Marvel movie currently in theaters. We talk about Captain Marvel starring Brie Larson. We talk about its connections to the Avengers universe, how the movie holds up on its own, and the tiny, minute details here and there. Join Zach, Chloe, Hunter, and Justin as we dig into the 21st Marvel Cinematic Universe film. Welcome to episode 33 of the Cinema Swamp. We're not, uh, we'll show it later. I don't know. I thought it was pretty, I thought it was pretty good. You didn't like that? No. Okay. Well, um, I was just mocking every single person online who had ever spoken a word about this movie before it came out. So that's what I was doing. Um, oh, did they even know we're talking about Captain Marvel? I don't even think I said that. You did say Captain Marvel, I think, twice in the minute. Captain Marvel, what's up? This is what we're talking about, obviously, because we talk about all new... MCU movies on the podcast. We started with Ant Man and the Wasp, actually, and uh, that was the last MCU movie we did. Venom. Yeah, it's been eight months or something. Yeah, we so. had, that was the last time since there was an MCU movie because we mm-hmm. did Venom, and we did Aquaman. So we've been doing like superhero movies, but we haven't done uh, another MCU movie since. I mean, it's been that long. So well, I, did I didn't the, really realize it's we been did the entire ranking. MCU. We did talk about every yeah, single movie too. We ranked them. Currently, I'm doing another rewatch of the series. I mean, so I'm pretty self-engrossed in those movies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just watched a video the other day that was sort of criticizing the series. Patrick A. Williams. He's a pretty good YouTuber. Made some uh, critical videos towards the MCU, though. And I felt a little hurt. And I started looking at myself. And I'm like, I'm such a nerd. Like, going, going out defending these movies to my extent. I gotta stop. They're not that great, are they? MCU movies? Yeah. They're pretty great. Oh, that's true. I spent a lot of time thinking about them. I feel good. I think I'm just wrong. Um, but yeah, uh, this week uh, there was Captain Marvel. It was actually two weekends ago. Yeah. Um, the big Brie Larson first female-led MCU movie that uh, 10 years in the making. I feel like this is one that they've talked about for years. I've heard about it for mm-hmm. years anyway. Captain Mar- How famous is Captain Marvel in the comics anyway? She's bigger now. Yeah, not originally, she but went, later on. She went through a lot of changes. Shazam? She was originally Shazam, correct? No, I, I, Shazam was originally Captain Marvel. So Shazam used to be Captain Marvel. He became Shazam. And then Captain Marvel became a thing. Well, Captain Marvel was actually Marvel, who gave Carol Danvers the power. She became Miss Marvel for a long time. And then through other iterations, she became Captain Marvel. Yeah, uh, because Miss Marvel felt a little. She also had a sash and, like, a unitard, so... Oh, I see why they changed it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I understand. Yeah, it wasn't until she was, like, actually, like, in charge of the Avengers that she, like, was a thing. Popular enough to get a movie, at least. And, uh, now there's gonna be a Shazam movie. I don't know, I think that's weird, after all this time, two movies... The same year. ...based on yeah. the same name are being released that... Are coming out only a couple weekends apart like it's just weird after all these years and i mean by the way i'm way more excited for shazam than i was for this movie me i'm too. sorry but me too that movie just looks... i was really excited for captain marvel i was really excited for it I, I i mean i was to a degree but i mean i'm excited for like all mcu movies but i feel like there's also that part of me that 
every time one's released, like I just I can't get too excited for it because I'm like, well, there'll be another one. It well, just happens so much. Well, now. Endgame's coming out next. Yeah, so that's it's... true. I'm more excited for yeah. Endgame, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it might be overshadowing this one a little bit. Especially when they release a trailer like the week after the movie just came out. It's like, oh, here's a trailer for that other movie that everybody probably wants to see a lot more. Yeah, but you never know when one's going to be like so freaking good that it's... You know, you, you never know if that this might be the next Guardians of the Galaxy. That's true. Or this might be the next Winter Soldier, like I was hoping, you know. And I wanted, you know, because like, yeah, I don't know. I was really excited for it. Not as much as Endgame, but I was I was more excited for this than I, than I was for Spider-Man Far From Home. Am I hearing disappointment in your voice? Yeah, you are. Is that, is that what that is? There's disappointment in my voice. <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, I'm excited for it, but in the same way I'm excited for everything every one of these movies in this franchise besides, you know, Endgame mm-hmm. and Guardians of the Galaxy because those are, like, two two different movies that I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm especially excited for these ones. Mm-hmm. The rest of them, I'm like, yeah, I'll take them and leave them. I, not leave them. I like them. I love the MCU, of course. But, <laughs> I mean, there's just... Not that there's too many, but it's just to the point where it's like, man, it just feels like the Ant-Man and the Wasp just came out, and now we're getting this other one, and that happens all the time, where it's like, okay, now we have the next one and the next one, so it's like, it's hard to even build up excitement, unless mm-hmm. you really care. Uh, but, yeah, finally came out. Uh, Captain Marvel is making a lot more money than I think people thought it would, because... It was making more money than I thought it would make. $700 million right now, I think, already worldwide? 760 and some people online are like Disney's making up those numbers. I'm like, I don't, I don't think you can do that. But all right, well, I'll, I'll, I'll. Let's just say uh, it's making seven hundred sixty million dollars because it is. It's doing fantastic. <laughs> I talked to a lot of people that loved it the opening weekend, and then the following week, as they were thinking about the movie, they've all said like they've told me like, yeah, I don't like that movie. But the week over the weekend. They loved it. They changed like, their mind. They would have went back to watch it again. So I can see why it made really good numbers right away, you know? It is still making good... There's a lot of people I know that like it, but a lot of people I knew who loved it coming out of the theater like, are looking back and were like, actually, yeah, that wasn't that great. See, I feel the same coming out of the theater as I did now. Like, it's mm-hmm. definitely lower on the whole MCU list, but it's, it's like Doctor Strange level good. Yep, it's yes. so right next to Doctor Strange yeah. for me. Yeah, which is pretty low. So, it's not ter- It's not the worst movie ever. Initial thoughts. I mean, yeah, I I've only seen it the one time, and I felt bad because I I reviewed it. I I enjoyed it, but I didn't enjoy it as much as a lot of other movies. But I'm like you guys. I was like, it's kind. It kind of felt like Doctor Strange. You know, that level. But I enjoyed Doctor Strange more. I liked the look of that movie more. Yeah. And I was thinking of other movies, and when I was putting in my so-called MCU ranking, I realized it was way low, and I felt kind of bad, because I'm like, I feel like it shouldn't be that low, even though I've said this before, MCU movies, it's basically, they're all good, except Thor The Dark World, that's it. Like, the rest of them are good. But it was pretty low down there. I think the only ones that are worse are, you know, the Thor movies, one and two, and incredible hulk and i was like that oh. i feels kind of mean you got thor one way higher than captain marvel i, I don't know everyone's, like, thor one everyone's list good, different yeah, yeah everyone's yeah. list is very different go go back to our mcu ranking video or yes because for <laughs> me like <laughs> doctor strange is right next to black panther my bottom five so that's this is to me like black panther level but to you guys that would be really good so 
Yeah, compliment. I, I, I don't know. I just I think it's it was it, it it was very much like every other MCU uh, origin story first movie in the franchise. Except this one was a little different. It wasn't trying to be an origin story. It didn't want to be an origin story because I feel like they've heard the criticisms towards origin stories. And they're like, we're going to do something different. We're going to tell the story differently. We're not going to have it just be her, you know, be on Earth, and then she's going to get captured by uh, its decree, correct? And she's captured by them to train in uh, space. (laughs) Oh, there's going to be many spoilers, by the way. Uh, But, you know, we're not going to go in that order. Instead, we're going to have her already in the Kree. We're going to have her fighting with them already, Mm -hmm. this crew. Some of the characters you've maybe seen before. And... You know, we're going to get flashbacks to her past. I'm like, that's a little more interesting to tell the story that way. Mm-hmm. Does it work? I don't know. I almost feel like it kind of doesn't because there's like there's things where I'm like, okay, I'm glad that they brushed over that because we don't need to see the whole, oh, where she came from? Oh, when she was a kid, she was beat up. We don't need that whole story. Like, we can see it in glimpses. But there's other moments where I'm like, I feel like we really need this and we're not getting it. Mm-hmm. We're not getting the whole... Um, how it was for her to be in the Air Force because that's what she was in, correct? Yes. Unless I'm getting the wrong branch, but like the, how she, how things were in the Air Force, what her relationship to this Marvel woman was, which to me I feel like they didn't go into at all for a character that should be a little important, you would think, mm-hmm. to uh, helping this person. And Marvel was in the comics bigger than what they made it here, and I just thought about this this is like a really close to green lantern plot and like character (laughs) (laughs) it kind of is like similar plot air force alien gives power her comic book character is the movie isn't to me the comic book character i knew that going in kind of that it was any air force i just never thought about it i just never put it together till now how many ryan reynolds showed up that was weird (laughs) (laughs) i think like everything that they did in space was awesome i was Mm -hmm. like yeah dude give me more of this i want Mm -hmm. more of this and then as soon as they get to earth she gets to earth the movie plummets into boring for me know what a movie just like that is for me thor the first thor i thought the exact same thing with Mm -hmm. the first one i was like everything's good until they go to earth they do that here too it's a little better because we get sam jackson and for the first time he's in the movie a lot and i'm like that's awesome Phil Coulson was kind of a letdown because yeah, it, he wasn't in it. At it seemed all. Like, like he was just there to be like, "Oh, hey, I'm, I'm here. here." And if you don't watch the TV show, apparently I'm still dead in the franchise, um, which a lot of people I think still think he's dead. Crazily enough, I pretend he is. It, it sucks <laughs> that the most screen time he gets, he's not even him though. He's the scroll. Yeah, I didn't think <laughs> that. Too. Like, That's not actually huh. him. Yeah, for him being in it, he's not in it. Yeah, but it's still fine. You know, I'm not crying. Before we go into details, uh, you know, Chloe, I'd like to. What was your initial <laughs> initial reaction? You saw it, right? Yeah, it was okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just I thought it was cool because like I'd never heard of the scrolls before. I've never read the comics. I don't like. I haven't looked into a lot of it. So the scrolls were really cool to see for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I'm really glad they didn't end up like double crossing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Or like half of them are good, half of them are bad. Yeah. Which I guess that would have been better, but like I get what you mean about the double crap. Yeah. That would have been like, come on. Yeah. That would have been easy. Yeah. But I really like the cat. 
<laughs> Goose. Goose, that was his name. Loved him. Which is a Top Gun reference. That is a Top Gun mm-hmm. reference, isn't it? Even mm-hmm. though, Was Goose... That's in the comics, what? I think. Is I think it, she no, has a cat it's, named its Goose. Name is, what's its name in the comics? It is but she Goose. does have a cat, though. But it's she a, does, it yeah. is a different yeah. name. I thought that. Because I was like, either it's just a coincidence that that cat's name was in the comics. Because I don't think the comics were made... She's at a time when Top Gun the comic, was made, so yeah. but the cat's sense. name isn't Goose in the comic. But that was yeah. a di- so they changed, and that was a direct reference to yeah, yeah, yeah. and that made sense. Because I was thinking, I'm like, that's a weird coincidence if the comics named the cat that, mm-hmm. not making a reference I to think Top Captain Gun. Captain Marvel and then, was after Top Gun. I think she was like a '90s comic. That's well, kind of. I think well, that's why it was inspired it, to be it, in the '90s. In the comics, its name was Chewy. There you go. Oh, I oh. Like that. oh, so it's another reference. Wow, as yeah. a co-pilot, that would have been cooler. Was it? Was that? Is that a reference to Chewbacca though? Or I don't know. I, as a, I, I never. I want to believe that it's as a, a pilot. I, I, yeah. I think it's a reference. I would probably. That's funny. It. Okay. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. No, like uh, about the scrolls. I, I loved that they ended up not being the villains. Mm-hmm. I was like, that oh, kind of threw me for a loop. We're throwing in the twist right away. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, they know. Well. It's. I mean, yeah. you, they saw the movie. If you it's not like they're gonna watch the movie while we're recording the episode, so that Shoot! we <laughs> mention at the end when they've already finished. We're following along like the whole hour, like two and a half hours. We're, we're doing like a commentary. I, I like that Ben Mendelsohn is a good guy. Dude. He's rarely ever a good guy. But he, played, <laughs> he, he stole the movie, though. Like, he played yeah. such a yeah. good villain. Yeah. And then he's... So, we haven't got like, that yet. That so, was brilliant. You feel so much compassion for him when he turns out to be good too. Mm-hmm. And there, we need to have someone who's going to be a villain and throw everyone off in the end. Who do we hire? I know Ben Mendelsohn because everyone will yeah. see him and be like, yeah. "There's oh, the villain." Yep, he's and the villain. I kept waiting, like you said, there, I double cross. I was like, I was waiting for it because I'm like, mm-hmm. "This is going to do it." Ben Mendelsohn. He's of course he's the villain. He's always the villain, and here he is, like he's like in his alien makeup, he's smiling and he's nice. And I was like, I, I, I just think it's kind of funny, though, because he also played the alien, and yeah. I think it's funny that he kind of looks like Ben Mendelsohn in the makeup, and well, then yeah. in the real world, mm-hmm. that guy who was playing in the real world was supposed to be someone who works for S.H.I.E.L.D., or the project, or whatever. He's like mm-hmm. a real person, mm-hmm. and I was like, so there's, just, there's someone on planet that looks, like, that ben looks like Ben Mendelsohn, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Ben Mendelsohn, and also this alien kind of looks like Ben Mendelsohn. Well, yeah. the, his, his real accent was like different from Ben Mendelsohn. That's too. true. It was different. But, I, I mean, obviously... I, I liked his accent. I <laughs> thought that was amazing, though, because I'm like, finally, he's a good guy. Because it, it, I've seen him in movies where I'm like, yeah, he's a great villain, but like I could really see him in the movie playing just like a dad and like yeah. like a straightforward dad. Like, he should be in like something else. That or he's like a drug addict, like in Killing Them Softly or A Place Beyond the Pines. He's like half strung out and he's just a neutral character. I think he just, he deserves some really dramatic roles. And here I was like, straightforward good guy. Finally. It was kind of <laughs> nice. Because in the comics, are the scrolls the bad guys? Yes. And so they, they they're, they're the reason that. for Secret Wars. But so is the Kree, too, kind of. The Kree and scrolls are both well, jump back and forth. That's because we're from, like, an outside perspective where, yeah. like, both sides think they're good. We're watching from the outside of the mm-hmm. war. They, they both think they're on their And in this right movie, side. they make. They keep the Kree being the bad guys, kind yes. of. Yes. Yeah. And, well, two of the characters from Guardians of the Galaxy show up. One of them's Ronan, and he's evil, obviously, and because... And that was also disappointing. <laughs> well, of course, like, you kind of... I, I like him okay in the Guardians movie, but, like, even here, it's like, wow, you're barely in it, and yeah, you're not doing like, anything again. But uh, at least in the last movie, he was, you know, the final battle, he was talking against 
Chris Pratt, yeah. which made it funny. I liked it. The, I liked the amount that he was in. That was kind of in it, but not really. Because they build him up to be this big, bad terrorist in Guardians, but you don't get to see him I thought he was being gonna... a, like a nationalist for the Kree. And in this one, it kind of seems like that. He's like the big military guy, and then he becomes the nationalist mm-hmm. terrorist see, in Guardians. Before I saw the movie, I, I thought Skrulls were bad, Kree were good, and I thought Ronan would be like on the team and like trying to skew or like pull up their fader. Basically be <laughs> the Jude Law character. Oh really? Yeah. And I thought Jude Law was gonna be Marvel. That's what I thought too. Which was a good twist which, because he was cast originally as Marvel. Which that got ruined before the movie too. Okay. So the good because the Funko me. Pop came out in it. Well nobody looked at those Zach. I did because I follow Funko Pop on Instagram. <laughs> I, I thought Jude Law was gonna be a good guy. I thought he was gonna be like the master role, basically mm-hmm. Marvel. And he wasn't yeah. even all that bad in the end. Yeah, no, I watched it twice, right. thinking like, I wonder how bad he is. The second time around, when I was watching it, I was like, no, he is just like thinks he's fighting for the right side, yeah. but he's not innately evil. He just you know thinks he's well, fighting. He it's the equivalent lie. of like an American overseas fighting anyone else. It's honestly that same. Well, exactly. yeah, he like, intentionally misled Captain Marvel, though. Yeah, which is exactly what America does. Fight, I don't want to get political, but you're but right. It does, exactly it does reference what real normal life. borders yeah. and national security And is. not just America. Like, everybody and does. Tre- and treating does the refugees as terrorists, even though they haven't mm-hmm. done anything wrong. Yeah, there's a lot of parallels. It's but. movies making an obvious, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. shout out to uh, our country's current yeah. foreign policy. Some think he was a bad guy, but he is, you know, he's not woke like Captain Marvel becomes. Because Captain Marvel is not woke in the beginning. I want to know what you, just because we're on Jude Law, what did you think of that final battle? Or I should call it not final <laughs> battle. What did you think of that? Because I'll just say real quick, I thought it was amazing. I thought that was such a better idea to do. Because one, just kill right away. MCU movies typically have pretty lame final, final battles. battles. And two, I mean, I know we can argue, but I'm just saying from my, I feel like that. And two, I thought, it made for... I thought it really wrapped up her character real well. Because, like, I know you said this earlier. We haven't said it in the podcast yet. But the mm-hmm. character really wasn't working for you. And mm-hmm. it wasn't working for me at first either. I guess because I'm a guy. But, like, no. But, like, it really wasn't. <laughs> like, I was not into her at first. But in the third mm-hmm. act, I was like, okay, I'm really behind this character's story now. And with that final scene, I was like, I, I love it. Like, that was brilliant. That saved, like, everything. I can't wait for her to come back in yeah. that game. See, I think she was kind of intentionally supposed to be boring because she didn't really start remembering or like being human until end of the second act well there's two things there's there's character and then there's personality i didn't Her mind char- the personality if we just want to get that out of the way quick i didn't okay. mind the personality interesting i just thought the because char- i know you're gonna say the opposite, the opposite yeah the personality i was fine with i thought the character story i just just because of how they set it up and they decided to do the origin story differently yeah not introducing her stuff which is different and fine, but it didn't get me behind her character at first because I didn't really get what the heck we were fighting for or what we were doing. I just right. And it didn't even seem like she cared about her past, which also, interesting, different, but what are we really doing with you then? It well, wasn't until the third that's act that I, I got behind it. That's what I hate is that, like, yeah, make it different from, like, any other origin story, but they're, like, trying too hard to make it different, you know? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it just is mm-hmm. a fluke. But, like, for her, like I like said, like, she's she's comatose kind of in a way like you know she doesn't remember you know what's the well, word amnesia amnesia yeah. um amnesia something specific amnesia? recollection yeah but if she 
Caligula. <laughs> I don't know. 51st states. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I nailed <Colloquially>. it. <laughs> uh, no, so, like, because, like, you know, the Matrix is, like, kind of that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Or, like, Total Recall. Like, sure. you know, yeah. the main character doesn't know who they are. But those still, they have a personality leading well, up into it. <laughs> that's because she's, like, just a soldier. She's numb to everything. And then she doesn't become, like, a human until later in the movie but it doesn't mean like oh i'm a human i should have a personality now it's like well like she, she's beginning. like making jokes but they're not they don't seem like they're coming yeah from but anywhere. it's like it it's seems like, like soldier to soldier like <laughs> yeah i know but that's what yeah. i'm saying like for a movie it's like they chose the worst way to do it and then not not the story the story like maybe just it's tough a- to do and so i give them credit and they've only directed one movie before this so it's like yeah. i give them props they did a good job for directing their second movie for a marvel movie but it's like her actual character is so her personality is so boring and so like just not interesting her powers incredibly cool her fight scenes so good i love the look of brie larson and how she fights and like her style is kind of like it still has like a kickboxing theme to it even though she's like spacey and stuff Mm -hmm. um and i like how she like gets her full powers later on the third act and she's totally just like kicking ass but when she's just talking with people i cannot wait for the next scene because it's just like i I don't mind like her character where her motivations are but it's her actual like there's nothing to her that separates her from from like any it just seems like a lame like whoever wrote her character just did a lame job of giving her anything to set her apart to make her like captain marvel you know like every other character in the MCU, the only other character to me that arguably doesn't have a personality is Black Panther. Doesn't have a personality. He's just a guy who also happens to do all this other stuff, but he just doesn't have any anything that's like if you're to like just listen to him talk, you wouldn't be able to get an idea of what they're like in rea- reality, you know. But that's just my thing. The character of Captain Marvel, <laughs> I like her as a character. I like. I don't mind the story. It's tough for them to do, and they did an okay job. And like I said, my biggest qualm is that like, if those same two people—I can't remember the director's names—but if those two people direct Captain Marvel two, I'm not gonna be excited for oh, it. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you're not gonna see it. I'm not no, see I'll it. see it. <laughs> but I and you know the Russo brothers, you know she's gonna be in Endgame, and they wrote it along with a couple other screenwriters. But like, I. I am hoping that they will give her some depth to her personality. Her They'll set her apart her from being... <laughs> Seems to be the, the common... <laughs> I don't know. But, playing uh, with any MCU property. That's, that's my biggest gripe with it. It's just her personality is just so freaking boring. Both times I watched it, I tried... I wanted to like her more. And maybe... I thought maybe I missed something in the first one. You know? And the second time around, I was like, oh, No. You know, they gave Nick Fury twice as many lines as her, and it totally like it wasn't that wasn't good either. And see, that's kind of how I felt about Ant Man and the Wasp. Like the Wasp stole the movie, which in a way it's like I anticipated. You know, I just Captain Marvel. It's her name. She's Captain Marvel. <laughs> She's like the only one there. I f- I just I feel like the personality was fine to me just because it. It kind of seemed like I liked that she didn't have this 
curious stupidity to her where mm-hmm. she because a lot of movies Whoa, will do this that. new world i've never been to they'll do that they'll do that whole thing and not yeah. even that because like even thor didn't didn't actually do that so i guess it's not new like thor didn't go to the real world and act like an idiot he was just like well i mean he was doing dumb things another but, but he wasn't like well, that's but he yeah, wasn't like looking at like a computer and like how does this work yeah no like a drax he character he, he did that when he went to, to maybe he has uh, uh, what t- i'm saying t- is that <laughs> when brie larson ends up on earth <laughs> it's not like she's like falling through a blockbuster and looking at vhs tapes like what is this now mm-hmm. she does have a scene where she does that with the internet mm-hmm. but it's not even like how does this work she's looking at it like why is it taking so long like yeah, like, like you guys are all dumb why can't you just fix and yeah. she's, he's like it's loading and i'm like mm-hmm. it, it, i just thought she was cool i guess because i thought she's on this whole nother level yeah. she's always kind of one step she's ahead kind of above just human yeah like i and i i like that she didn't mm-hmm. have that trope of being curious and stupid about everything like she was she she wanted to know things but like she wasn't even too interested in figuring out her past which to me is like okay, how are you getting behind this character? I don't know, because mm-hmm. what's her drive? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was like, it's kind of an interesting change, because every movie is always so driven by, what's my past? Oh my god, where are my parents? Who's my Where this one, yeah. she her drive is to do her duty as a Kree soldier, and mm-hmm. find the scrolls, which is different. And she finds out her past along the way, but it's not like it's something that majorly affects or changes her. Or, like, no, because she's already so, like, badass and has... <laughs> evolved as a person Mm -hmm. beyond her past i don't know i think that was kind of cool because like the movie i thought that was like an interesting i don't know some kind of moral you can get from it about like you know your past doesn't always make you you can be your own thing don't let the past affect you but like you can still have like well so look at like you just watched the incredible hulk right Mm -hmm. and now obviously mark ruffalo is the hulk now Mark Ruffalo is very comparable to Brie Larson. If you want to get into this argument, no, you don't think I so. I disagree. Completely. I think so. Wait, what do you? You mean? can look at Mark Ruffalo and tell he's got. I mean, like he just has more personality in his character. From uh, it's, it's it's like outside of just his lines. <laughs> it's like how he Cares does himself? things and like how maybe it was like how I, I'm blaming it on how the directors directed Brie Larson because I know she can be a great character. I just watched Free Fire again and and. That's like my favorite movie with Brie Larson because she seems like just interesting. She doesn't seem like Brie Larson. She just seems like she's got all this stuff attached to her. Um, but like Edward Norton as a Hulk compared to Mark Ruffalo or even like Eric Bana, I guess, both of them are so flat and boring. They don't seem like they have any personality. They're just r- saying lines. But then you got Mark Ruffalo saying essentially the same thing, but being he's. Well, being a little yeah. bit more, he's, he seems he's being, like he's got a personality now. Well, Mark and that's Ruffalo, what I'm saying. Brie Larson compared to like Scarlett Johansson, like if you were to have someone, another like female, just read off their lines, I feel like you'd be able to tell which one's Scarlett Johansson, and you wouldn't be able to tell who's Brie Larson because Brie Larson's actual written personality isn't dis- isn't distinct at all. You wouldn't be able to be like, I don't know, I've, that person's too boring to tell who it is because Brie. It's I just Captain Marvel. I feel like. Black Widow's more boring. I just feel like really? that. I feel like they've never yeah. done much with her. And yeah. I get that's part I can't of her believe character. I'm the minority on this. And I've always accepted that. I, and I know no, there's like a lot of people who are saying this too that mm-hmm. Brie Larson had a per and my defense to that was, oh well, you know, does that are any of these people complaining about Mark Ruffalo in Avengers? And now some of the arguments you made, it is true. He does 
there are like parts of him where I'm like, okay, this is definitely a dude who's trying to like stay calm and mellow. And there's like scenes of him, especially in the first Avengers, where mm-hmm. it's like he's just he's good at doing like these monologues about real serious situations, and it comes out really naturally. I think there's parts in the movie Captain Marvel where Brie Larson. Like, she's not... I don't... I was kind of worried, especially when they were doing that whole Captain Marvel... Well, I mean, not, the Marvel character shows up, and she's talking to them in, like, this, mm-hmm. like, different realm or, like, past tense yeah, or how intelligence or whatever. Yeah, and, you know, the way she's talking there, very robotic, I was like, what is going on? Why are they doing this? Yeah. Maybe it was just for that scene, because, like, the rest of the movie, it wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. I thought she kind of had this really cool, suave personality where she's, like... I don't. I just thought she was like a cool, laid-back character. Yeah. Granted, if you really want to talk about like, I guess something weird is that if you want to compare it to like Black Widow or even the Wasp, you know, just other female characters, the Marvel universe really hasn't gotten a Chris Pratt or Robert Downey Jr. equivalent for like a female character. They really haven't. No. Mm-hmm. Like every one of them has been portrayed as like I'm a badass, which yeah, I like that. But, like, we don't really have, like, someone who's just funny or a goofball or who's just like, what? you know, like, oh, I just dropped this orb that has a infinity stone. Where, we where's don't have where's our Melissa McCarthy She-Hulk? Honestly, that would be amazing <laughs> if she was in the franchise. I'm serious, because... And, I mean, this isn't to knock down Wait, any of those... what? <laughs> I just thought of who that actress is. From Bridesmaids? <laughs> As okay, whatever. We'll we'll do. We'll save that for our sequels like episode. I could see it. As an Asgardian, she. I, but yeah. Carthy, as as, an, as another Valkyrie. I'm I I like what they've done with trying to get more female characters and everything. And I liked Brie Larson, but at the same time, I did like the personality. I didn't think the character worked till the third act. It did feel a little repetitive because I'm like. I feel like we're not... And she felt more cool and suave. She felt like Black Panther. And I know you kind of made that comparison as, like, a bad mm-hmm. thing. I like it because Black Panther, to me, was cool and suave. And, like, look at this dude. He would never mess up. He's, but in like, which a movie, motivational though? speaker. Because in Civil War, he is that guy. He's cool, suave, but he has, he's also dark and unpredictable. And then in the movie Black Panther, he's nothing. There's no personality anymore. But in Civil War, there is. I, I guess that's my argument. I know you guys. I I, I I I know. I guess just I'm saying. I guess the Civil War character too. That's why I'm betting money on like watch Endgame come up and Captain Marvel will be one of the main characters, and I'm guaranteeing awesome. you she's gonna have the coolest person. Not different. She'll she'll still be similar to the Captain Marvel character, but now she's gonna be something distinct that's gonna really set her apart from the other women in the MCU movies. It's gonna set her apart from other female leads in big blockbusters whether the superheroes are not like gal gadot or um the i don't know, the girls in uh mission possible mm. you know i feel like they will do that they're gonna give her something distinct that people are gonna because when you think of tony stark i don't think of the iron man suit i think of tony stark's robert Downey jr yeah. personality or paul red you think of paul red before you think of ant-man brie larson you're like I don't know what I think. Some of them have been so yeah. distinct so far because Robert Downey Jr. got lucky. Like, first movie, like, he had he was yeah. there to be distinct. And Thor, I would argue, they didn't really pick up steam on him until Thor Ragnarok. Um, yeah. And, but, like, because I'm They not, tried with Thor 1, though. Yeah, they did. like, this, like, douchey bro attitude about it. Yeah. And then he sh- shouldered it off eventually. Because I'm not saying, like, this is, like, just how all the females are 
boring badasses. That's not true. But one, I like them. And yeah, two, I do. a lot uh, of the men on the other side are like that too because like, yeah, Hulk and Chris Evans and mm-hmm. uh, Thor earlier on. You know, a lot of them are kind of the same. They're, Gwyneth you know, they're Paltrow. Just, they're straight up is a great character. That's true. She's not a superhero, like but her. she has like such a distinct personality that yeah. you could you could hear a different actress say her lines and you'd think that's Gwyneth Paltrow and yeah, that's Pepper Potts in the MCU. Just to me, I wish they would get like the Chris Pratt or Paul Rudd equivalent. You know, mm-hmm. like someone who could just be like a goofball because they don't mm. they don't have that. The closest they have is Nebula. Well, Shuri? What, what character? Could Shuri you... maybe is like kind of. I mean, I don't like Shuri personally, but yeah, I guess Shuri. Well, she's got well, a little bit. They they really tried to give her a personality. I like her. In Black I, I, I liked her a lot actually. I, like her. Now that you say I liked that. her in Infinity War more than Black Panther for sure, but. And some of them, like, you know, they, they're badass, but they at least have, like, a different quality to it. Because, like, Nebula, I would argue, is probably, even in Guardians 2, she, like, she has her funny moments. And mm-hmm. uh, the other actress that was in Black Panther, not Shuri, but the other woman that was in that. The one who was on the, the poster. Nyanga? Oh. The one who was Akoya. on the poster. Akoya. Akoya. Yeah, yeah, Akoya. There you yeah. go. That's her name. Michonne from Akoya. The Walking Dead. <laughs> she, she's, like, especially in Infinity War, she has a lot of really yeah. good moments. She's... She, mm-hmm. she actually has a great personality. But, like, I'm saying is that I really want there to be someone who's just kind of a goofball because we don't have that yet. But we what, have... what female character in the comics? Squirrel Girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those, that those... would be a perfect... Aren't they making a TV show? Perfect. They're making like, a TV show. That would be perfect. Uh, there's that. You could honestly just gender swap one of them. Uh, you could have some other character show up and just be... Because I got a bunch of X-Men coming up. And, I mean, X-Men was full oh, of Tessa way too Thompson. serious characters. Yeah, no, and yeah, Valkyrie kinda, was awesome. She's gonna and the problem kinda, is she and she's can up. be kind of goofy, even. Yeah, you know? I'm saying she should The way that back. she's like talking to Mark Ruffalo. She and shows like, up Do and know each other? Like, ah! You know? She just shows up and she's like drinking, like... Yeah. Like just she's drinking boozing, some booze while shooting some guys. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah. So... They, I guess they do have goofballs, but they just haven't had like a main role or even shown up in an yeah. Avengers movie. So now we have Captain Marvel. I guess we're going back to that. The point is, um, liked her personality, but like, how does she stand out from everybody else? Even the guys, because there are some guys who are real serious. Now you can put them in a movie like Endgame where everyone kind of needs to be serious. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know. I just they did it with Infinity War. That's true. You know? They did it really well with Tony Stark. They gave him some... Yeah, but now we're going to have everyone dead. What's up, Squidward? And then, you know, all of a sudden he's like, you know, <laughs> crying as as Tom Holland fades away, you know? They can nail... I, I don't know. I, I have so much more faith in the Russo brothers, but, I think, than anyone else in the MCU. Okay. So, well, I don't think they can from, make a bad movie. From that. From just <laughs> Brie Larson that herself. Uh, yeah. I have a question... Did they ever explain how Marvel got the Tesseract? They didn't, and I think everybody though having an issue with that is it's just stupid. Captain Marvel two is going to be a prequel to Car- Captain Marvel. Another ca- <laughs> another prequel. Oh, I, I I it just bothered me that like I thought about it afterwards. I was like, they didn't explain it. Tesseract, like, it would have been frozen somewhere. Tesseract went in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Howard Stark got it from the ocean. Right. Beginning yeah. of Captain You're America, right. yep. or like the end of it. And we haven't seen it in the last, that would be at that point, oh. the late 80s, so that'd be like 40 years there. Okay, so... Very the, easily, because even in, if you watch, um, if you watch the first Avengers movie, the sorry, opening the scene yeah, is in a hangar that says, yeah, the Pegasus, on the wall, Pegasus, NASA yeah. and the shield. 
Didn't they have Pegasus on there too? I don't know. I didn't read that, but like I just noticed that rewatching. I was like, there it is. It says right there, NASA and Shield. I'm like, they had it since the beginning. They okay. knew that this is that project. Yeah. So that's where the test rack ended up after that ship. I'm guessing in the 80 or you know 90s when Captain Marvel happened, blew up. I saw that there was like a video posted by IGN explaining the Tesseract history and that people were like, this is like a continuity issue. I'm like, I feel like it's not. Like, because we have 40 years where we don't know where the Tesseract was. Mm-hmm. Very easily, Howard Stark was like, hey, this project, why don't you use this? Like, yeah. come on. Like, okay. You don't need that much time to figure I this out. I just didn't think about that. Yeah. 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 Oh, would yeah. you actually have an issue with it? No, I was just trying to place where how she would have gotten it and i didn't think of that i want to know what people thought about uh sam jackson's eye how it got, how it got out pissed off both times i saw it really yeah. did you really i i kind of love it because rewatching the movies how many times he brings up his <laughs> last eye. time i last, last time, time i, I trust someone, someone i lost, lost an eye, eye. <laughs> and i watched that and i was like what what the heck because now because i had i've just rewatched captain that new winter soldier mm-hmm and having seen Captain Marvel, I was like, I, I kind of didn't get it at first because I'm like, that's a continuity. And then I was like, oh, wait, but he trusted the cat because he, like, he had the cat in front of his face and he because he loved the cat by that point. Mm-hmm. He trusted the cat. That's what he meant. And to me, it kind of made the whole thing funny because Nick Fury, serious dude, but he's always kind of had like a... A gooey center. He, he's, <laughs> he's had his silly moments and he's also had this like real world persona like he's not like completely outside of the real world he talks about winter soldier about how his like grandpa was an elevator operator i'm like well that was like seemed like a real world moment because hey this dude hasn't always been in the world of spies so like this dude like i could totally buy that after his eye gets injured he's always making up stories about what actually happened but never telling the whole thing he's like it was during this big space mission i was involved in yeah and it was like it was a cat (laughs) like it was a cat dude I laughed the first time with yours because I'm like, oh, that's funny because they would never actually make that canon. And then I'm like, no. By the end of the movie, he's got the eye patch on. No and you're like, way. That's that's how he got it. Because then was, you look yeah. at his scars in the other movies. I'm like, it's a cat. Yeah. It's just I like that. it because he has this like tough guy persona and like he's he's, he's putting cat. up a front. Yeah, yeah. But no, yeah the, and the it, thing it is, it's like. It's like, I don't know. I can almost get past it, except I'll never be able to watch, like, Winter Soldier the same way. I love where it. he, like, comes that up makes... and he's like, oh, you need, like, two optic, uh, whatever, to, to password eyeball scan thing. And he's like, oh, if you want to do something, whatever, you need to have two eyes open. And he flips open his eye patch, and his eye's, like, you know, <laughs> all so scratched up. It's because the cat scratched And I'm going to think, <laughs> I'm going to watch him and be like, damn it, that was a cat, wasn't it? Like... <laughs> I don't I, I don't know. like at first I thought this is stupid, but kind of watching Winter Soldier, I was like, Sam Jackson's the funniest character in this entire series because yeah. he's just <laughs> yeah. he's building himself up as the spy. He's the spy, mm-hmm. and then you watch it and you're like, dude, this, this dude, he's like, goofball. he's sometimes he's full of it, and he has his funny moments. And I thought that added to it because I'm like, wow, because then I thought I was like, oh, this is a continuity problem, but no, he trusted the cat. He did. Uh, he put the cat. Actually, in front of his it's face. a flurkin. A flurkin. I forgot about that. <laughs> Which is canon in the comics as well. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other stuff that happened that you. I. Uh, I hated the CGI on her helmet when she was in space. You mean the uh, Mohawk? You didn't. Like I, I like the Mohawk. <laughs> like I like. I like the look. I like the look. It the just design is good. Too CG. They did kind of. It seemed like they gave up halfway. It looked like CW, yeah. like Flash CGI on her face. I, 
I thought the effects... I don't know, it's pretty bad. It, it looked <laughs> bad to me. It pulled me out of the fight scene. I thought the effects were better than the last couple movies that have come out. Like Black I could Panther just, and if Infinity War. I, I could like, just oh. tell it was CG. Yeah, they were good. I thought they were... But, like, you could tell, like, especially when it was her face being on, like, when she's, like, electricity or fire or whatever you want to call it. Like, you could tell, oh, this is CG. But not as bad as something like Black Panther, like that final fight with those. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. oh, God, that's terrible. And that's... that's <laughs> Yeah, when she was, like, in space with the mohawk and stuff, that's... Her face looked like that CGI. What did you think of her mohawk? You like the mohawk. Yeah, I, I, I like, like I like the design. Yeah. I love the design. Well, I knew that was in the comics. That's oh, her thing. Did. She puts on the... or I don't know if she puts on the helmet or if the helmet does materialize like that and then it's in the mohawk. I like that. But when she was, like... She did this move where she was, like, in space and she, like flew up and backwards and like you could see her that's, face up that's close. the exact moment I think and i'm like that. yeah that's not that good but it wasn't like horrible either it pulled me out of the scene i mean yeah i understood it was cg <laughs> what do you think of the action overall in the movie really good i enjoyed it i don't think i disliked any of the action i i, I kind of was let down actually. really okay hmm. the amount of action or the actual style the amount just but that's just because i would have wanted more too it's just because of the kind of movie they were making though because they yeah. were trying you could tell they were, they were d- deliberately trying to make it different from other origin stories mm-hmm. which was good but part of it's also bad because you don't have those easy um story mechanisms right on hand on how to do a traditional origin story you have to kind of do things different and then you're like now we have to make up stuff yeah so it didn't have like the typical marvel action beats instead we got like the train the train chase was kind of cool because it was like, oh, we're getting like, no lady perspectives, and, but which is pretty freaking good. And the ending fight, I was like, this is fine, but I've like I've seen it before. The final fight between her and Jude Law that doesn't actually happen, I liked because it was like, oh, this is something completely different, and I think it really adds to her the overall movie what it's trying to be. But I was like, oh, I was a little let down by the action because I I realized after seeing it, I'm like, I feel like this wasn't even an action movie. And there was a good point in the movie where I was just kind of bored, especially when she's, like, at the farm of her friend. I call it the farm. I don't know. It's the middle of nowhere. But, like, when she's there and they're all kind of just hanging out. For that scene, I was like, this is... I don't know. I feel like we're not doing anything right now. Yeah. (laughs) When she off Jude Law, it was, like, a four or five moments. (laughs) Deadpool kind of thing where she just kills him. Four or five moments. (laughs) She didn't actually kill him in the end, though, right? Oh no, she no, didn't. She, she did. sent them in the space. But she just okay. like shot her. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever that, I know. But I, I, I love that part. <laughs> yeah, the four. One quick question, which I, I don't know this much about the comics. Um, do they ever explain, even in the comics, why everyone on. People that are Cree sometimes aren't blue like Cree? Like why Jude Law. I think never in the comics, Marvel disguised himself as a human somehow but it's a disguise i think i, I, I think know. it's because jude law in this contract didn't want to be blue <laughs> i i assume <laughs> an i mean there's a lot of because then the guy who's ends up being in guardians one yeah he's not blue either mm-hmm. he's still whatever his name is and like i know like she had like that's his name jude law's <laughs> she had like jude law's like blue blood in her yeah. so i'm wondering if it's like if the Cree isn't actually race-based it is society-based like it's not like that they're like we're cree because we're blue like racist <laughs> but they're like we're cree because we're society and so like maybe their society is made up of a lot more different like inter 
interspatial species, and then that's what they do is they just put blue blood in them so they get super powered. The bluer you are, the stronger you are. That's what I it don't means. Know. Actually, I don't know. But that's I what I was wondering. Like half the team, they bothered to make them blue, and the other half they did. I still want to know why Ronan's apparently strong enough to hold an Infinity Stone, but are all the Kree able to do that? Because I guess Jula would be strong enough to do that too. And uh, well, the Tesseract it was in a cat forking whatever. Nick Fury's held it, but Skull Guy, Red Skull, couldn't. <laughs> I can't wait for that cat to come back in End Game, and it's just gonna swallow up the. Infinity Gauntlet. Well, if that's how it happened. <laughs> What'd you think of Stanley's cameo? That was great. I liked it, but the second time around, I'm like, why didn't... I think if they went that far, it would have been so cool. I think I don't think anyone would have been mad if instead of having the grandma fight, because that fight was all Stan CG. Lee. Fight Stanley. Stanley Stan fight. There's, there's How cool would that be? One, that would have been amazing. Two, this cameo... I loved it because it was like Moritz. it was a great reference that to was, a great movie, and he was and, and he was reciting his line, and it makes from perfect sense if you've seen it, yeah. except for the fact that somehow Stanley looks twenty years older than he does in Mallrats. But no, the point is, it felt very tacked on to the point where I was like, I had heard the rumors that before Stanley died, they had filmed quite a few cameos uh, in preparation, not for him dying, but just like in general, they were just they just filmed them just. Because he was getting old and they couldn't like call him up to every set, so they would film them ahead of time on a green screen. That's what I heard. This one felt very much like they filmed this on a green screen and they threw that Mallrats in there somehow, like that script. Because he he doesn't even you don't see him nope. talk on screen. You see it all off screen. It doesn't really sound like him. Kevin Feige like... reached out to Kevin Smith and told him ahead of time that they were gonna do that. Well, yeah, but like I'm saying though that it felt like. They didn't like specifically have Stanley prepared to do a Mallrats cameo. It felt like one of the ones they had where it was a green screen, and I was like, just because he didn't say anything and it wasn't like his normal cameos, and I was like, I have a feeling that they filmed a lot of these and they're gonna keep tacking them in there. But I've also heard that they said that Spider-Man: Far From Home is gonna be the last one, and I was like, okay, thank God. So they're not gonna do this for like the next twenty years and just keep tacking them in there because <laughs> that would feel just weird. Just keep putting old cameos. In yeah, them. and I mean, well, because they said they had a bunch ready, like green screen. But I was like, yeah, I mean, part of me is like, yeah, do it for the next couple, put especially Sam Raimi cameos. But <laughs> more Ted Raimi, more Bruce Campbell. You know, like, yeah. One person really can make a difference. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't know. Like it was. It just felt tacked on. I liked the beginning of the movie because that was brilliant. The way they had him in the Marvel Studios logo. Yeah. I was like, that yeah. was so smart. Really cool. The whole theater was just like, oh. Like, do you think they'll was... go back? Or do you think they'll, they won't keep it like no, that? No, they won't keep it like yeah. that. That was for one. Do you think it'll be like that for Infinity War? No. Okay. But I thought it was brilliant for this movie. Yeah. I was like, that was a real good way to start it. Like, that was, I would have never thought of that. Um, but And the cameo was funny, but it just kind of felt like... I felt like I could see the green screen. It, it's not like I could tell it was green screen, but just like it felt like it, because you don't see him talk, and it's all voiceover off screen. But, I loved it. But it was still amazing, because it's like, oh my god, Mallrats, that, and it makes perfect sense. And I'm like, and a majority of the um, audience is not going to get this, because like a bunch of kids are going to be like, I don't get it. Like yeah. <laughs> They're going to know who he is, but they're like, I don't get that one. Can but you I'll imagine, though? I didn't, it wasn't until my second time around that I saw it was Mallrats he was reading. First time I thought it was just a magazine. But can you imagine if that whole fight scene was 
Stanley? Stanley? No, that would have been way better. That would have been amazing. Like, I can't imagine anyone walking out of the theater saying that was a bad movie. <laughs> it would have bumped it up probably a full star for me. Because I couldn't... <laughs> I'd be like, I want to watch that so many more times. I think I also heard that Stanley was, like, getting sick towards when he uh, when they filmed that, too. His so maybe scene. he just actually so I, I watched there. I watched the Kevin Smith reaction to his ca- like the Mallrat cameo mm-hmm. and he he said that Kevin Feige said that or something when they talked to him uh, it could be that he was just sick and maybe they couldn't do much with him especially a lot of his last cameos you could tell they a lot of the time he was sitting down but this one just because he wasn't saying anything when he showed up on screen the way it was set up was also you know they had that little ding you know like they they knew that he had died so that's why it was set in there the way it was but he didn't say anything. It was all voiceover off screen. It just kind of felt like, I feel like they green screened that, and then they somehow green screened a mall rat script into it. And, but it was smart. I don't think they green screened. But the maybe they didn't. Script. Maybe it was just because he was sick, like you said, and it was, it was at that point. You know, you just couldn't even really he do much. What year was Mallrats? Ninety five, yeah. and the movie was in the nineties, so it probably is like ninety four that the movie's taking place. Yeah. 94, I think it was okay, so that does line up. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. think about that lining up. I thought it would be like almost like fourth-walling it. But you no, know what's annoying, sense. actually? Not one Disney clamshell in the movie. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for there to be like straight-up Lion King reference. Like, you know, they like run through a theater and there's like Lion King playing. It would have made sense. And they, boards or something. they didn't like do any of that. They, they had a lot of 90s references for sure, mm-hmm. but not nearly the amount I thought they were going to do. Not the level of like what 80s movies do, like 80s movie references mm-hmm. and modern movies. Yeah, like, uh, like X-Men Apocalypse, they went straight for like Return of the Jedi. Oh, yeah, I forgot. But they like were this always... one, they had True Lies. And then what was the movie she flipped around? It was like, not a League of Their Own. It was a. Oh, it was. It was an army movie. Was it Bill Murray army movie? No. I forget. It was an obscure '90s movie, not like crazy obscure, but like enough to be like, it's weird they didn't go with something crazy popular in the '90s. Well, I was just more surprised that there wasn't any like Disney '90s movies references because like like Disney owns them. I mean. They've had their Disney references, even like Star Wars references, pop up here and there, and mm-hmm. there wasn't one like, like especially like I said, Lion King would made perfect sense because if you're showing the Mallrats script, that means we're in '95 or '94. Lion King came out in '94, makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. They didn't do it. I mean, it's fine. I mean, I'm not mad. I'm, like that's heavy. That'd be a stupid reason to get mad, but <laughs> I don't know. Uh, movie for me, honestly, uh, a three out of five stars. I think I also gave it three out of five. Mm, I don't think I'd rate. Dangerously I close to two. I don't think I'll rate. <laughs> no, it would probably be a three out of five. Uh, I think I gave it. What did I give it? Five. I gave it a three and a half. I Ooh. gave it a three, but originally I had it at two and a half, so I bumped up half star for my second view. Zach liked it the most. Apparently. <laughs> I didn't have a problem. I liked her neon I mean, suit. I wish it would have been the neon suit the whole time. When they switched to it, I was like, holy crap, we're going neon, and they didn't do it. And I was like... Oh, during that, the, there was a point where they were flipping through, it was white and green. Is that one of them? That was like Marvel's suit. In the I'm sure like some of them were references, but that neon one, I was like, is, is that in the comics? I'm like, I love that one. It'd be that... And the, I thought it was going to be that for a second. Like, that would have been amazing. Imagine the whole movie where it's neon. It should be all neon suits in Endgame, honestly. <laughs> Even though it makes no sense. Um, I, that's all I got for Captain Marvel, though. I don't know if... I liked it. 
I'd watch it again. Oh, for sure, I'll watch it again. I mean, it's it's still an MCU movie, and it still has its moments, and I mean, I I might be fast-forwarding to the ending, but, like, it is an enjoyable movie. Do you guys know exactly where it falls on your list out of 21? I think it's... 17. Dang. I I already did it. Oh, oh, so that's legit. 17 above uh, Doctor Strange. How many movies are there right now? 21? So, mine would be, like... Also 17 for me, uh, right above Black Panther. I think mine's 18, then. I can load it. Oh, yeah, it's loaded up now. Um, I don't have mine on me, but I could grab it quick. I think it's 18. I think it's 18. So what's below it? It's Thor Dark World, Incredible Hulk, and... Thor the Dark World is the worst of all of them. Uh, (laughs) Doctor Strange, is that below it? Thor the Dark World, um, Hulk, Thor, Thor. and then... Here it is. Yep, it's 18. Okay, so below that is Hulk, and then Thor, and then Thor the Dark World. Okay. And... I mean, even this movie is, it's, it's six is just like a lot of these down here, but Mm -hmm. besides Dark World. Dark World's the only one I don't like. Like, I like all of them except for that one. And I would rewatch it, and I'm I'm hoping when I rewatch it, I'll probably like it more even. There Mm -hmm. might have been just like an expectations issue where I was like, oh, I'm too excited for it. So do you think we'll see more Kree again? I don't know. I mean, more Kree? Or not Kree, uh, Scroll. I'm excited for them to do a sequel because if they do a sequel where it takes place before Endgame, but it's after Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. that means we have a lot of movie where she's in space still. And I would love to see that. I want her to just be in space. I want her to... Just like what okay. Thor Ragnarok did. So if any of the Avengers characters were to be Skrull, which one do you think it would be? Um, Secretly Skrull? Yeah. I mean, they're not bad now. I mean, it's not. it can't be Sam Jackson. Because some people no. are saying that it's not wait what people think that there might be an mcu character that's been a scroll this whole time yeah i'd believe it don Cheadle, maybe might explain why he has a different face <laughs> well if, i don't think they'd go that far because people would they notice wouldn't that. <laughs> but it would kind of be like yeah tony stark would notice <laughs> unless he knew he was a scroll the whole time but like gwyneth paltrow Think about it. She's been, she, but she's been like way too chill throughout some of these movies, especially like the first one for being. Okay, too... okay. I'd also say Don Cheadle. He died in Civil War, in the crash, and then a scroll took his place. I mean, that dude used to be Tyrese Gibson. He can already change himself. That's what we're saying. <laughs> oh, you said that. No, oh, okay. But Tony Stark, Tony Stark would Tony Stark would have to to know that he was a scroll this whole time. What if he just slowly started changing, yeah. <laughs> just just gradually until he just like um, was Don Cheadle. I'm trying to think of other ones. I <sighs> maybe like a villain. I don't know. It couldn't be any of the Guardians, and it couldn't be like any of the other main characters. Um. Because I don't know, like, some of them, like, you know, it's like Loki couldn't be a scroll because we already revealed that he was this other secret guy the whole time, so we can't do that. Okay. What if, like, uh, I got one, because, and they didn't, I don't, they, Hill. I don't know if they've Ryan done this Hill. in the comics, but I've always been bothered that, like, Bucky, like, I get that he did the same thing where he was, like, awoken and turned into the Winter Soldier and frozen, but I just thought it was weird that he apparently aged just about as much as Captain Marvel, uh, uh, Captain America, mm-hmm. in that he didn't age at all. And I thought, I, I was like, maybe he really died and he's actually Well, he would do missions and then they'd freeze him again. I forgot about that. Well, maybe that's maybe not him then. Well, okay. Um, and they did, like, Nazi experiments on him, technically. He didn't have the exact same thing in the movies. He didn't have the exact same thing done to him. 
he was like experiment experimented on while he was like a POW, and then the Soviets went and did more experiments on him. So like it's not. They don't always call him a super soldier. What? Howard starts to scroll, and um, Tony is half scroll, half human. There you go. There's one. Howard starts to scroll. How did he have such advanced technology in the 40s? He almost had like a floating car at that point. Think about it. Maybe. Yeah, he's one. Or he's just really freaking sexy. That's just Howard being Stark. Howard Stark. Yeah. <laughs> um, how about? Because uh, I feel like they, they. I don't know. I feel like they have to almost. How did you feel about them using practical effects for the makeup for Skrulls? I liked it. I liked it because it sits in tone with how the Guardians movies were doing that a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of practical makeup. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that this one, even though it's not James Gunn and a lot, probably not a lot of the same people on it. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, let's make it. You weren't distracted by it? Oh. No. Do you think it was bad? It wasn't bad. It was, I mean, it was phenomenal in terms of, I couldn't do that. But like, it <laughs> did take that. me out of the movie before I even realized that was Ben Mendelsohn. Because I didn't know it was Ben Mendelsohn until it was his human form mm-hmm. and then when he went back to being a scroll i'm like oh yeah i can tell it's ben mendelson and then so yeah i don't know both times i watched it, it just kind of took me out of it a little bit and so i'm kind of thinking like if they had and obviously they didn't have the same money that you know infinity war did but like if you look at the the black order in infinity war you know the children of thanos or whoever those were all digital and looked amazing to me Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, what if they had that for Skrulls, you know? They still looked like Ben Mendelsohn, you know? They did, like, a, you know, mocap, but, like, had the, I don't know, maybe it would have, they wouldn't have looked so thick, and, like, they wouldn't look like they have three inches of rubber on them, like. I, f- I feel like we disagree on everything, because I, um, I thought the children of Thanos looked terrible. Really? Okay. Honestly. I, well, okay, I'm sorry. I've only seen <laughs> I, only li- I only liked Ebony Ma. Squidward. I liked them all, but I haven't seen it on like Blu-ray yet. I've only seen them in theaters, so maybe they'll look worse when I see it on okay. TV. The one thing about the scrolls that bothered me was that like when they're on their ship in the beginning, when they captured Captain Marvel, like there is like a different kind of scroll yeah. that was like big eyes and like yeah, Are you bothered you. Like why you? though? Why I loved it. I was like, oh, it's cool. It's like a subspecies or something. But of like, scroll. what yeah. causes that? <laughs> It's like probably like a subspecies. It's different races, man, of the same. But they species. like couldn't even speak. They were well, like, like what if like you had like um I don't know if in the future we actually had like monkeys that we trained to like help out on space stations or something. Uh-huh. Okay. Comparing them to they're, the monkeys, they're they're monkeys, I guess. That's what I, I thought. Shape-shaped I didn't monkeys? think that they were like equals in terms of like, so the like, scrolls. I thought they were like a subclass or something. It just made me feel like. They have like special needs. You think there's People gonna be? A, think do you think in Endgame there's gonna be like a lot of scroll reveals? No, do I don't think, think, be I think I don't think there'll be any. I think that stuff's behind us. General Ross, because she just that spent she spent all that time help, helping them escape the Kree for like twenty years. So she's gonna be. I don't but think... but but how wild would it be if like Ben Mendelsohn shows up as one of the characters from the series this whole time? I mean, he wouldn't. I don't think it'd be him. Well, maybe not He's him because but he I has guess. a family. But okay, well, how about um, Happy Hogan was a scroll this whole time? I hey, can see that. I happening. would totally go for that. Stan Lee was a scroll this whole time. But anyone, I mean, he was already the uh, anyone the who watcher. it would be. It would have to be before we knew them because they have like that short term memory. So any. Like, they would get a little bit of their history or whatever, and then they'd have to, like, learn mm. new stuff. Otherwise, they're... 
like it would give it away if they would just be like if well, it's definitely someone who's like a scroll this whole time like not even like since the movies or at some point it would yeah, have been someone that happy, even before the series even began they were a scroll if it was happy it'd have to be silent. pre-90s because he's in there's a 90s cut scene in iron man 3 with happy in it yeah. mm-hmm. well well find out i guess on april something 26. Yeah, I think probably. I think they won't if they bring it back it'll only be in a Captain America or not Captain America. It'll either be a Captain Marvel movie or it would be some Guardians. obscure Guardians 3. You might see a scroll in the background or something. There's one or maybe Nova if they do Nova movie which I'm banking. You're the, you're the only one talking about that. <laughs> we'll see. You're the only one. You just want to see John C. Riley come back. I do really bad. That's true. Actually, I I kind of wonder why he wasn't in the second Guardians. You think John C. Riley will be Nova? No. <laughs> <laughs> I if they I don't know I could don't you imagine know. him leading like a MCU movie about no I, I want to see that now Wreck-It Ralph does the MCU <laughs> Nova breaks the MCU yeah I could see something like that any closing statements Chloe I feel like we didn't get enough from you that we we should have <laughs> I didn't have much to say it was an okay movie mm-hmm. some of the effects sucked some of them were good yeah <laughs> from I guess from uh you know, there's a lot of controversy, I guess. It's like fake controversy, I think, right now on Twitter about it. Yeah, it's fine. Um, fake news. But the movie made $700 million. I don't think As a woman watching this movie, do you have any thoughts about it, I guess, between the controversy? Did you feel empowered? No. Did you have any thoughts really. about people? I feel <laughs> I... empowered as a woman. I'm not even a woman, but when she was, they were doing all those, like, cuts between her younger and, I know it was in the trailer, but when they did that whole, like, do-do-do, and she's all standing up, I was like, I love this. I love the way they did this. I feel empowered. I want to go out and be like, I am a woman. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, wait a minute. But, like, <laughs> I, I, I still haven't seen the trailer. It was in the trailer, but I, the, the movie does it even better, because it has the opening scenes where she's, like, a kid and she's getting pushed down, and, mm-hmm. yeah. and you don't really get, you don't really, like, that's all you see but then later in the movie, but you they never have see that big, her get back up. They have all those multi cuts of her getting up, and then she's like, "I don't need to prove anything to you." And I was like, "Oh, sh- I love this!" I'm like, "I want to, woo, mm-hmm. who run the world, girl?" And I, I, I wanted to sing it. <laughs> who run this movie? <laughs> and then I've never really cared about that stuff. Like, I always feel like there's too much emphasis on like, oh, women in movies need to be portrayed as like powerful badasses who have no depth but they're super cool and can kick ass you is that know? part of it no depth <laughs> no depth wait a minute they have to have no okay, depth well how about this you spent your whole life beating up on your little brother <laughs> did this movie feel like you've been waiting, waiting for your up. little brother to prove Never himself to you beat him up did it I feel mean, like this movie you, was trying to go out there with like a point overly so or do you think it was just like still a good like mcu movie i thought it was still a good mcu that movie. starred a woman and it's like i don't know i guess like what yeah. do you want out See, of it because the part where she said i am just a human and there was that montage of her like getting up i feel like that was good like when i saw that i was like "Ooh, they yeah. could have gone with i'm like i am I'm a, a woman, woman. hear me roar because <laughs> that would have been like super good for pr and stuff but it would have ruin the movie so i'm glad they went with i am a human and i thought that was cool like Mm -hmm. showing that humans can be powerful and like it doesn't have to be a man no whatever (laughs) Mm -hmm. but like going up against all these different space people who are like super advanced or have like powers and stuff like that humans can still fight back and are Mm -hmm. still powerful and can still do stuff Mm -hmm. that's kind of how i took it 
I didn't really care that it was a woman. I feel like a man or a woman could have done that just as well. Marvel was a man well, in the comics. I feel like the... Why did they change it? No, but like, I thought the movie was marketed as, you know, like, here's a woman finally for all you ladies out there. And I thought the movie kind of did that too. It wasn't just like the marketing was lying. Even though... Like I get, like yeah, it seemed like they were just doing it as in general. Well, like to me, they did, they did the. I'm just. A that's what I meant. I was gonna just bring it up. <laughs> like they, I think they were deliberately making that point too, and I liked it. Which like, I was singing along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I love that scene actually. I love that song choice. Mm-hmm. It all made sense. But, but I mean, like it went. Yeah, so sorry. The, well, no, but there was like a lot it. of parts like that where I think they were. It, it, it made it like I I feel like I don't know if only I don't think a guy could have done this. I think it. I think it was specifically written where it needs to be a woman because mm-hmm. even like that scene especially those flashbacks where she's like seeing that one you know doofus turd who's worked who's like an air force guy and he's like i don't even know what he says but something says douchey. you know why they call it a cockpit or, oh that's what he yeah. said yeah. i'm like oh dude screw off like yeah because mm-hmm. i'm like i don't which I'm sure. i couldn't tell if i'm like is he trying to pick her up or is he trying to put her in her place because <laughs> the first time around i thought he was trying to pick her up i'm like that's dumb. He and the second time, I'm like, movie. oh no, he's like trying to like put her in her place by being sexy or something. Because he's like, no, he's be... being sexist because men are the ones who get to fly the planes. It's a cock. Yeah, it... but as I'm saying, like he's but putting he her in her place. Her she was while he's hitting like, on her. Because like, she's supposed to be like, oh, stop it, and he's like, oh. and then that means yeah. they fall in love. Like he wanted her to feel small, but still to get in bed with him. I didn't read it like that. I just thought he was being a douche. Because yeah. he's like, like well, I mean, that's weird. the point. Like, getting he's... into her personal space and stuff. Hmm. But yeah. anywho, there's a ghost in your house. Uh, oh, my posters fell down. <laughs> Gary, I don't want to sit right here anymore. <laughs> there's just gremlins in his basement. If you see down. something come up behind me, we'll just say Kevin? something. No, the not so friendly ghost. <laughs> Don't just see, just Chloe, hand me my gun. <laughs> just see a peach fuzz mask. Just, oh, <laughs> I would freaking freak hell. out. Right. Uh, I think that's a bit. I thought I had one more thing to ask, but <sighs> let's do last movie on Earth. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Because we, got, we got, we're an hour in. We actually filled this up. Rad. Really? I felt like we went way oh. over, but Captain Marvel, more like Captain Marvelous. <laughs> 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 I looked online to see if anybody used that for the review. There was did a couple. It? There did was a couple. Of course. I remember you looked it up the last time. <laughs> Captain. Oh, I remember uh, what I was going to say. Uh, Evangeline Lilly, her whole character in as the Wasp is kind of like trying to prove herself. Yeah, to her dad. To her dad and to Paul Rudd a couple times. That's her just being ticked off that and Paul Rudd's even being In a way, accepted. I like it that there's like, she's like, yeah, it's okay to want to prove yourself. And then Kevin Marvel's like, no, I don't have to. So I like how they're not trying to make this overall statement. They're still saying you can be an individual and just choose. I like that. It makes it different. I still don't want Ant-Man to die. He'll die. Let's kill him off. Let's kill Ant-Man. Ant-Man dies at the end. Alright, so (laughs) Ant-Man dies at the end. Um, So we're about to play this game called Last Movie on Earth, if you haven't heard it before. Um, It's a game where we take turns... um, Giving a description <laughs> of it. the last movie. It's a That's game it. Where we take turns. <laughs> we take turns. Whose turn is it? <laughs> nice. Uh, we go around the table and one at a time we'll uh, describe, read off a description of the last movie that we saw, and everyone else tries to guess it. And if they guess it, they get a point. If no one guesses it, you uh, get two points. So. Who wants to start? 
Yeah. Do we have standings? Do we have standings? Yeah, we got some standings. We've got uh, Hunter at. Well, I gotta add this. I gotta add this. I don't like it. Okay. It uh, Hunter's got forty-two points. Justin's got forty points. Chloe has twenty-seven points, and Zach has twenty-eight points. Ooh. I'm feeling oppressed here. <laughs> I'm going to need some sympathy points. This is called Last Move on Earth for a reason. <laughs> Just kidding. Captain Marvel reference for you. That didn't make any sense. Crocodile tears for Chloe. <laughs> um, who wants to start? Uh, let me read mine to myself quick. I haven't read this yet. How about I, how about I start instead okay. of... Uh, I'm just waiting for Hunter. <laughs> no. Uh, okay, I got it. Here we go. Uh, a private eye investigates the apparent suicide of a fading porn star in the 1970s wait, 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 wait. Angeles, and uncovers a conspiracy. I I missed the beginning of it. A private yeah. eye investigates the apparent suicide of a fading porn star the... in the 1970s Los Angeles. The nice guys. The nice guys. <sighs> yeah. Okay, I, I kept saying the new so guys. It's not the new guys, not the new guys. What is it? It's the nice guys. The new guys. <laughs> that should be the sequel. <laughs> Dang it. Nice. Never seen it. I feel like oh shoot I gave myself that point sorry uh, no uh, I feel like I just watched this movie I feel like I've done one for last movie on earth I've watched this movie since watching it for the first time a couple months ago I've watched it three times since then it's worth it like I keep watching it like monthly and it's like actually kind of creeping up to being one of my favorite movies ever like yeah. this movie's so amazing good. I watched it with my sister which I don't even know if she was paying attention because she didn't say like anything about it after I'm like that was the best movie ever and I just showed you it and you don't care so. Like I said, I found it in a $3 movie bin, and then I had to go buy the Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> that's her protest group. <laughs> How do you know she's here? I just said that's her protest group. <laughs> Why do you keep saying that? Stop saying that. I, wa- I want to stop saying that. <laughs> I want to stop saying that. Dang, it's such a good movie. I have, a, I have a list on my phone of movies that we all need to watch and do. Together? And do a podcast, like Tusk. Commentary? How about yeah. we just watch The Nice Guys? I'd nice watch guys. it right now. Legit. As I, our next episode, we'll I might do a actually, live commentary. I might on actually it. watch it tonight. Like, no, kidding. But like, I seriously love that movie. Who's next? I can go. It's not unusual for alcoholic cop Lou to black out and wake up in unfamiliar surroundings, but lately things have been taking a turn for the strange and hairy. Say it again. And the hairy. It's not unusual for alcoholic cop Lou to black out and wake up in unfamiliar surroundings, but lately things have taken a turn for the strange and hairy. Lou? Mm-hmm. Police officer Lou? And it's hairy? Shaggy dog. No. I don't even know. The director is Lowell Dean. That doesn't help me. Top build is Leo Fafard. That doesn't help me either. Well, that, that's, that What's was, the year? 2014. That, that'll help. Mm. 2014. Think of all the 2014 movies that came out. <laughs> we're going to figure this out. I have no idea. <laughs> Top build. Yeah, man. Leonardo DiCaprio? Or Leo? No, uh, Leo Fafard. <sighs> I already gave up my guess. Let me see. Okay. Not even joking here. I... Almost watched that. <laughs> I clicked, like, I looked at it, and I was like, nobody's gonna guess this. 2014? So I almost I wanted, it. I, I, I knew about it for a long, long time, and I wanted to see it for I honestly time. give up. I can't, I don't know. Okay. Dog Day Afternoon. No. <laughs> it's called Wolf Cop. 
Wolf I Cop. Heard of it's it. on Hulu, <laughs> and I almost. Okay. It's, I want to watch. Wolf Cop. Just both had Wolf Cop as here. <laughs> We'd have to do a commentary on it. It is. Uh, and you liked it? Yeah, I liked it. It wasn't like great, but it was fun. And yeah. okay, it's Kung Fury mixed oh. with uh, Teen Wolf mixed with. Uh, well, there was a third one that I had. Creep. No. Uh, I'm not a serial killer. Those three movies put together makes this movie. <laughs> Wolf Cop! It's so I love crazy. it. That sounds amazing. There's a second one, too, that's not on Hulu. Is it called Wolf Cop 2? It's called Another Wolf Cop. Oh, yes! <laughs> I want to see it. I want to, That's the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, it's good. <sighs> it's Chloe's turn. My turn. Okay. Father and son coroners receive a mysterious corpse with no apparent cause of death. As they attempt to uncover cause of death they discover increasingly bizarre clues that they that hold the key to her terrifying scene yeah top save jane doe how did you know that because <laughs> uh, it's kind of in the title i guess <laughs> I know. wait is that the full title yeah, yeah top save jane doe okay who's the director uh andre overdahl he also did troll hunter and he's doing scary stories to tell in the dark mm. who's played Jane Doe. Was it just a random person? Uh, Jane Doe. Duh. I found a real Owen Jane Doe. Owen Catherine. Okay, I get I it mixed up her. with the Lazarus effect. And that lady I was... Yeah, I've never her. seen that one. Yeah. But yeah, I never would have gotten that one. <clears throat> this one was surprisingly good. Like, the last 20 minutes were not the best. It's pretty obvious that they didn't know what to do and they weren't super confident in an ending. Mm-hmm. So the third act kind of wasn't the greatest, but the first... Like, the whole rest of the movie was amazing. So, yeah. It's your turn. Alright. Oh, wait. Just another thing to add to Wolf Cop. It, like, one of his friends in the movie reminds me of Murph from uh, Mr. Deeds. The, really? That the guy who's like, what the yo-yo when the helicopter comes down? Yeah. He, he's that guy. Murph? He's that guy. Wow. It's not the same actor, but he's like, the hey, same Murph. guy. <laughs> Okay, you can read your thing. Daisy. Alright. <clears throat> Lurking at the margins of a cardiovascular surgeon's idyllic suburban existence is Martin, a fatherless teen who, ins- who insinuates himself into the doctor's life in gradually unsettling ways. Oh, there are lots of big words in that. Yeah, I had to edit it a what's, little bit. What's the year? Uh, 2017. D- director. Should I read it again? Or? Yeah, yeah read, it read it again. again. Title? Lurking, <laughs> lurking at the margins of a cardiovascular surgeon's idyllic suburban existence is Martin, a fatherless teen who insinuates himself into the doctor's life in gradually unsettling ways. Director? You're going to get it as soon as I say it. Say Top build actor. Will you get it from that? I think I gotta save top build for last. But nah, don't, I, you'll get it. That's fair. Yorgos Lanthimos. Oh, the sacred killing of... No, the, the killing of a Wrong! sacred... <laughs> Just kidding. The killing of a sacred deer. Yeah. Okay, Jesus. That is a tongue twist. I don't even yeah. know why. I've but... never heard of it. It's really good. Was it good? I I liked it that quite tra- a lot. That trailer just looked like... It's my least of the three that I've seen. Being the favorite that and the lobster. Yeah. 
Which I don't know which one I like more, actually. The favorite or the lobster. And I'm trying to find dog tooth. But I really freaking like some Yorgos Lanthimos recently. So. I just, that trailer looked like the kind of movie where it's like, this is built to just tick people off. <laughs> and is it kind of like that? Like you almost, you Have like, you seen it yet? I haven't seen it. Oh, I no, thought you did. That's I want to see it. I, I've always wanted to see it, but I, I refused to see it in theaters just because I was like, I never had, I didn't feel like in the mood for a movie like that. I wished I'd saw it. Was it like actually like good or yeah. was it really just artsy and kind of like, or was it kind of like the favorite where there was actually a running story? It's more, it's, okay, if you, if you were to combine, I don't know, it feels more like a thriller horror movie, mm. but it is a combination of The Lobster and The Favorite, if you've seen both. All right. It's like, you know how the tone of The Lobster, the way that, like, everyone like acts very melancholy it's like that style again only as like a style as a thriller not as like a quirky whatever the lobster is Mm -hmm. um okay but it's 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 uh kind of donnie darko-y well i'm into that then because it's donnie donnie darko is one of those as soon as I saw it, I enjoyed it. So I, mm-hmm. I okay. Well, I'll take that recommendation. Then. Yeah, that's good. Uh, well, you know, with that, I believe the uh, almost everyone got a point. Did everyone get a point? No. Zach got a point. Did you get a point? I got two points. You got two points. Chloe didn't get a point. That's dumb. I'm sorry. I didn't mean the. Zach's got thirty-two points. Well, no, thirty points. Don't get too excited. You got thirty. Chloe's got twenty-seven. Justin's got. 41 and Hunter has 44 I think I'm reading that right I got yeah one I got yours and Chloe's there you go 44 all right well there you go and next time is the final round the Hunger Games of the whole series where we will all fight each other to the death and decide who really is the truest of the swamp Mm -hmm. thanks for listening everyone I don't got anything else that was Captain Marvel that was on to Endgame yeah, we'll see you at Endgame. Mm-hmm. We'll have podcasts on before then, but... Yeah, we'll, we'll probably do a couple more. It's crazy. It's only like three weeks away, two weeks away, three weeks? No, uh, no, it's longer than that. It's April 27th. Isn't that crazy that for a while it was like a year away. ago? Okay, a month away. And Sorry. now it's only a couple weeks? What happened to time? What happened to life? Life happened. It's like five weeks It's away. crazy. March, March is like almost over. I know. I'm excited. Like, I just, I want to be out. I'm excited that it's April. It feels like it's closer. Because it feels like actually the beginning of May still. I'd be like, oh, it feels like so long. But now that it's like beginning of April, I'm like, well, that's like I've been saying since January. I'm like, well, that's just tomorrow. <laughs> and it just really, it still, yeah. it still feels like that. So mm-hmm. I hope they like announce like next week. Oh, actually, we're doing it even a weekend earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, it's actually coming out right now. And everyone's like, yeah. They should do that just to see like how much of the world gets stopped suddenly. Like, how many people. Are like, well, crap, that's what I have to do this weekend now. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, like, people, like, concert tickets that were bought, just they didn't, people don't show up. Or, like, oh, the streets are emptier than we thought they were going to be. <laughs> <laughs> emptier traffic. Just to is see, awesome. like, I don't know, because I want to see, like, I feel like Marvel, they would never do it, but I would love them to make a movie, not tell anyone they made it, release it one weekend, just surprise everyone, and just see how many people see it. Because I bet you it would still make millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. So. 
Namor. I will, uh, if anyone remembers our episode uh, on the summer box office movie competition we did last summer, that's coming up. So Mm -hmm. if any of our listeners want to get in on that contest, we will extend it out to anyone. We will give out the details in uh, many posts on Instagram and Mm -hmm. Twitter and Facebook. I'll get that Twitter going again. Social media savvy. That's my that's my goal this week. I'm gonna get a little oh. more. I'm gonna we're gonna post every day, but we're gonna get those people out mm-hmm. there. We're gonna get a couple other yeah. things mm-hmm. going on. We, we will a, try to do a Swampies thing. Yeah, the probably. Swampies Awards. We're doing it. So. Maybe we'll do like a Swampies. We'll do a Swampies combo episode with the summer box office movie or something. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll even do a, a public Hunger Games with all the uh, fans. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks for listening, and remember. Always, Always beware, beware of the cinema swamp. swamp. And Jai Courtney was a scrub. <laughs> wow. Classic. Thank you for listening to the podcast. What did you think of Captain Marvel? Do you think it's as good as some of the other solo entries in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Or do you think it's starting to get a bit tired? Do you think it followed the formula too much? Leave a comment on our Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at CinemaSwamp, or follow us on iTunes or your preferred podcast service and leave a comment and give us a rating. Thanks for listening, and remember, always beware of the Cinema Swamp.